Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Enjoyed the podcast, everybody. again everybody and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. My name is Jim Burns and I'm here to talk to you about everything that's related to bullying, sexual harassment, fear, intimidation, trauma, uh, workplace bullying, domestic violence, anything at all that deals with bullying I'm here to discuss. Now I made a decision uh, a few weeks ago that I was going to bring you an anti-bullying tip of the week as part of this podcast, as part of the Anti-Bullying 101 podcast. And we're going to do that today. I've made a decision to shorten the podcast but provide content that's more um, specific to bullying and more specific to life in general. As you'll see with the tip that I'm going to give you today. There is so much that is going on in this world right now that it's almost impossible to try and shave it down, to try and come up with one story. Everybody knows that we're talking about COVID. COVID COVID-19. Did you get your shot? I got my two shots. As a matter of fact, today... I'm two weeks out on my second shot, which means I am officially, I guess, that means uh, vaccinated. That means after two weeks of the second shot, you know, you're good to go. Uh, If you you happen to get COVID, it's not going to put you in in the hospital. You'll be able to recover from it at home and and so on. That's what they tell you anyway. So everyone is talking about COVID and and COVID has been given, has been almost been given the blame for all of the crazy things that are going on. You know, you put people in in one house for a year and a half and they can't go anywhere and they can't do anything, what begins to happen, you begin to get on each other's nerves and certain things begin to happen. More arguments, more domestic violence, more drinking, more 
more child abuse. I mean, my, my wife and I were talking the other day, there's greater incidence right now of sexually transmitted diseases. Go figure. I don't know why. People are so incredibly wound up, bored. They got to do something. And they're, they do what they can to entertain themselves. But in reality, they're, they're, they could be spreading COVID and they could be spreading a lot of other diseases that they're not aware of. Not sure how it all happens, but it, it's happening. Do you realize that in the last two weeks, we've had three massive shootings? Not even going to get into the names of the people who did the shooting, but we had a shooting in Indiana, a shooting in Wisconsin, and a shooting in New York. Multiple people killed. Now, why they shoot people? You know, you could now some will say, well, they, you know, COVID, or they could claim domestic terrorism, or they could claim that there's, you know, they just had, you know, some form of mental illness of which, as you know, I don't think we address well enough in this country. But the bottom line is, people end up mentally ill. And does COVID cause it? I don't know. I couldn't tell you if COVID causes it or not. All I can tell you is we have a problem with it in this country. And in this case, what's happened is what? People are going out and shootings have become more widespread now. And it's frustrating to me, It's and I'm sure it's frustrating to a lot of my listeners, and it's frightening when you go into a store, you go to a soccer game, you go to church, you go to a movie, um, you go anywhere, and you're afraid that someone's going to come along and just start shooting the place up. It's a worry that we all have, that we're all concerned about. But this is just the tip of the iceberg. And my whole deal with Anti-Bullying 101 is to share for the next several weeks a tip with you that's specific to something that I believe ties into bullying. And like, as I said, I've written a book, Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast goes along with it. The book has 101 tips on how to deal with bullying, of which I'm going to put a link in the podcast description. And if you want all 101 tips at once, all you have to do is uh, go to the link. I'm, I'm not even sure what the book costs. It's, it's an ebook, So you're going to get it for $12, $10. And you download it right to your computer and you have 101 anti-bullying tips of which you could follow along with when I do the anti-bullying tip of the week. So my goal for the next several podcasts is to provide you with an anti-bullying tip of the week that you can take with you, that you can use as a means of being educated, greater awareness, enlightened, whatever you want to call it. It's a great tip. Each tip will be, and I may do too, but there's so many of them, you'd like to get through them. But the bottom line is, I want you to 
listen to each one and determine. I used to have a dear friend, he would say to me, if the shoe fits, wear it. If you can use it, please do. If you want all of them at once, just click on the link and you'll be able to download Anti-Bullying 101, 101 tips that you can use in your daily life. You can use them in the home, school, you can use them at work, you can use them anywhere. They're good for cyberbullying as well. So without further ado, here's your anti-bullying tip of the week. Well, hi again, everybody. My name is Jim Burns, and this is your anti-bullying tip of the week, brought to you by Anti-Bullying 101. Is obedience a dirty word? You know, I had to change my vocabulary. I used to say that kids needed to comply. They were kids needed to obey. Now I use the word comply. Teachers didn't like it and thought it was too much like dog training. I mean, we expect dogs to obey, right? Well, mine doesn't, but that's another story. So I wanted to uh, I watered it down, basically is what I did. Comply sounds better than obey. I myself compromised. I know they mean the same thing, right? Well, not really. It's actually wrong. What's the definition of obedience? Any idea? Well, let me help you out. Obedience is doing what you're told, when you're told to do it, with a good attitude. Our students can comply in many ways, but still lack the correct attitude and timing. Ask one of your students to sit down and determine if he or she sat down on his terms or yours? How long did it take him or her to get into their seat? Oh, they complied. But when and how is still the question. Compliance can be very temporary. I see obedience is very permanent. I don't have to keep asking. Now, wouldn't it be nice to ask a kid to do something and have him or her just do it. Bullies comply all the time, but in a very temporary way. Permanence comes when our demands are immediately met and when the student has the right attitude. You know, I left the New Jersey Turnpike one day and saw a sign that said, you've left the New Jersey Turnpike Obey local speed laws. You know, I guess obedience is not such a dirty word after all. My name is Jim Burns, and that was your anti-bullying 
tip of the week brought to you by Anti-Bullying 101.